Good morning, afternoon, and evening. Whatever time you are listening to us, this is Find It at Fond du Lac, Fond du Lac District Library's very own podcast. I'm Jeremy, a reference assistant here at Fond du Lac. We'll start off today by mentioning some of Fond du Lac's upcoming programs and services. On August 8th at 3.30 in the afternoon, design a keychain for back to school in our craft room. You can design a keychain for a child or their teacher. These keychains make great zipper pulls or backpack decorations. Finished designs will be lasered on the library's Glowforge laser cutter for pickup at a later date. This program is on August 8th at 3.30 and registration is required. Visit our calendar at fondelaclibrary.org to register. And on the first and third Thursday of the month, the library will host a variety of local artists to hang out and share their talent. On August 3rd at 6.30, we'll have James Herr in the park. And on August 17th at 6.30, we'll have John Wall. Grab a lawn chair or blanket, maybe even grab some dinner, and join us for some great music in our lovely reading gardens. And last but not least, join us for a fun night of board games. See what the library has in terms of board games or bring one of your own. Door prizes, pizza, and snacks will be provided, but the pizza while supplies last. That's on August 23rd, starting at 4.30. This event is intended for adults and will be in the East Peoria Civic Complex. Moving on today, we are here with our reference specialist, Susie. Susie, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, thanks. So we have some pretty cool devices that you um, are kind of our specialist on. And these uh, devices can be, you know, pretty pricey to the average consumer. Um, We have the 3D printer and the Glowforge. Uh, Can we First, go over uh, what both machines actually do. Um, Sure. So our 3D printer is um, an example of additive um, manufacturing. So what we do with it is we get a spindle of filament, and then the printer has an extruder that heats up, and then it gets to a certain like melting point where it Mm -hmm. kind of um, melts that plastic, yeah, and then it lays down layers and layers of plastic, like very small layers at a time, um, you know, one by one at a time. Uh, so it's not a fast process; it's a pretty, it's a slower process. But right. um, it creates a 3D design from a digital file. Cool. Um, we also have a Glowforge, and um, the Glowforge is another example of, example of maker technology. Um, and uh, what it does, though, is you give it a whole piece of material, like a piece of wood. Um, the size is about like 12 by 20 for all of the things that we, uh-huh. for it's standard size. Panels. Yeah. So you give it the panel, uh, like wood or acrylic, um, and then it cuts out. So, so it's, you know, rather than like adding material to make something, it's, it's taking away. So it's subtractive manufacturing. So mm-hmm. it's cutting, um, it can engrave, and it can also score. Cool. Yeah. What's score? So scoring is, um, it's a little bit of a lighter, lighter touch than 
engraving. So with engraving, it's going to take like more time and it's going to take like go deeper into the wood. Um, Scoring is just going to touch like the very top. So it just doesn't take as long to do it as engraving does. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. What kind of uh, programmings do we have um, for uh, both machines? Or, I'm sorry, what kind of programmings have we used both machines on uh, for in the past? Um, so we've done some tech programming and also, like, some crafting programming with the Glowforge. Um, with the 3D printing, I've had the most success with just kind of, like, uh, one-shot classes for patrons, um, mm. variety of ages, and we have a specific like little task that we do. So, excuse me. Um, so we'll do um, something on, we'll create something on Tinkercad, which is free software online. Mm-hmm. They get a very basic tutorial, and uh, for example, I'll teach them how to put letters onto the work plane like the virtual work plane, mm-hmm. and then I'll teach them how to put those together and then design a keychain. And then they'll submit that, and then I'll print those out. It, it'll take a long time to print out, print them out, each one on the 3D printer, so they have to come and pick them up on a later date. Right, day, right. But... They can't just wait for it. Uh... Yeah. So that's kind of what I've done with 3D printing. And then with the Glowforge, we can do a couple different things. So we've done um, show and tell. Um, the Glowforge is in a staff area for safety mm-hmm. reasons, um, but we're able to take small groups back and show them kind of how it works. And then um, I've also done some designing. So people either like design things on yeah. a computer or like Chromebook, we use Chromebooks. Okay. Um, and then they submit their design and like pick a material or pick words. And then I would laser those and have them pick those up. Um, or we have done like pre-cut crafts. Um, for example, in the fall, I'm going to do like, it's, um, uh, 3d pumpkins. So I'm just going to have them like pre-cut and then the people will, uh, will put them together. And then I think we're going to color them with Sharpie or you can paint the wood. Um, I think, uh, my coworker Katie, she's done some keychains where they also use Sharpie. So yeah. Yeah, I've seen those. Those are pretty cool. What is the most interesting thing we've printed on the 3D printer? Um, well, we, we printed a variety of things. Um, I, I do like all the articulated designs that have been printed. So we have a little dragon that's out at our information yeah. desk that we like to play with. So it's just cool that um, you know, some designs can be printed all in one piece. Uh-huh. And then you can take it off the print bed and it can move around if it has those types of articulated joints. Cool. For an individual patron, um, what would they have to do to make um, a project for the 3D printer? Okay, so a couple different things. It just kind of depends on how much time you want to spend with it or what your level is. Mm -hmm. Um, Some people just want to like have like little minis printed but um, there is a like website called Thingiverse that has a lot of 3D projects and files on it that people have made and just kind of throw up there and then it's free use. So you can send us a link to one of your with those designs and then we can decide whether it is or well, we kind of let our software decide whether it can be printed on our 3D right. printer and whether it meets our policy requirements in that. So um, that's one way to submit something. 
Um, another way is if you are interested in starting 3D design, I recommend like a free software online like Tinkercad. Mm-hmm. It's um, anybody can make a account. Um, if you're 13 or under, you might need a parent's email or approval um, for, right. for an account. But uh, you just need an email and then you can create an account for free and then you can design things on Thingiverse and there's a way to send a link through that Google form, the same Google form to us, and then we should be able to open it and evaluate mm-hmm. software, make sure it can be printed and so forth. So, right. Yeah. So you can design something on Tinkercad? Yes. Okay. And then you would uh, theoretically take that design and um, upload it to uh, Thingiverse that we could then... Um, use for our 3d printing is that right yeah you could do that um you just have to make sure if you have a thingiverse account to make that uh the thing um public public yeah and then then that would that would work um there also is a way on tinkercad to send a to generate a link to your design okay. so you wouldn't necessarily have to go through Thingiverse. So okay. there's a way to do that now that you can send a link to us and we can evaluate it from there. Okay. Yeah. If you need help with doing any of that, um, we're available to answer any questions. If you just wanted to call the library and um, it's uh, we're in the upstairs, um, the second floor information desk. Can uh, patrons choose different colors on their 3D printing projects? Um, yes, we do have different colors filament. We have an array um, from kind of like a... Kind of a rainbow scheme we got or... I mean, yeah, pretty much. I mean, red, purple, orange, yellow, um, white. Some people like white because they like to paint their stuff afterwards. Yeah. So some of the painted ones turn out pretty good. So Cool. Yeah. And uh, can they um, choose the color on the um, form that they submit? Um online yeah there, so that is. Mm-hmm, there's a okay. section for filament color and you just um, choose one selection um, we can only print in one solid color per print okay mm-hmm. and i think you already answered this but um what type of uh, material is the filament um so the filament that we use is called pla so that's an acronym for polylactic acid okay. and it's um, a filament that's not toxic and it doesn't need ventilation so we oh, cool. can yeah so we can have it in our workroom running and it's recyclable and biodegradable it's derived from like a cornstarch and sugarcane base which is kind of interesting so yeah. I, I mean technically you could chew on it i don't know if i'd recommend that but, um, <laughs> Don't put them in. Don't put anything in your dishwasher if you make. Um, I okay. don't know if it's necessarily like food safe, but okay, yeah. I've had people make cookie cutters before, and then oh. dishwash, and they kind of melt away. Oh so, no! You know, it does but, have a. If it does get to a certain temperature, it can kind of can warp melt. or you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And um, so we kind of discussed uh, how patrons can design their own files. Um, was there anything else that? they should be aware of in that regard or so generally like printing size depends on so we run everything through our software mm-hmm. and then to make sure so we have a time limit and then yeah. a four hours on the printer and then our you know a printer is a, you know a smaller printer it's not industrial or anything so um usually within that four hours it'd be something about palm sized is right probably the max of what we could build. 
Okay. So cool. that gives you an idea. Yeah. And um, what kind of files do the 3D printers take? Um, so um, pretty standard for 3D printers is um, STL files. Okay. So if you are working on um, Tinkercad, you can download your file as an STL. Okay. Um, also, if you upload to Thingiverse and then send us the link to it, like it'll have F STL files to download and then it will upload it into a special Dremel file, which is um, what we use. With our, our printer is the Dremel printer. So Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What is the cost of uh, one of the, uh, like, let's say for one project? Um, so uh, one project is $2 per print. Not bad. Yeah. What would a patron have to do to submit like a project for the Glowforge? Um, so the Glowforge, you could do a couple different things. So if you are just wanting to browse projects to have um, lasered, we have a subscription. The library has a subs subscription to the Glowforge um, free with premium designs. So we have a premium membership and there are a bunch of designs that we have access to for free. Okay. Um, however, we would still need to charge um, a patron for essentially like material reimbursement. So right. we would charge however much that material is going to use or mm -hmm. however much it's going to use right. to make that design. So if you're going to make like a little pair of earrings or something that would only cost maybe $6, mm -hmm. um, you know, versus if you're going to make a bigger project, it could go anywhere from like 24 or 12 to 24 right. the range. So for okay. if it's going to take a full board. And I noticed that like the form itself kind of lists a lot of different prices. Yes. Um, is that for like a, an entire board or? Um, it'll give, it gives, it'll, the prices are uh, for like a full, it'll be full half and quarter board. Okay. So when you submit a design, we can give you an estimate of how much it's going to cost. So right. that's what I've been doing is just if somebody submits a design and they want, you know, 10 pairs of earrings or something, mm -hmm. I'll submit something back to them through email and just say, I've laid it out and it's yep. going to cost, it's going to take up about like half a board. Is this okay? And then right. once they say, okay, then I can just proceed with lasering it. Um, we've had other people um, design. Well, I don't think necessarily have designed things on their own, but they have purchased like pre um they've just purchased like stl um or svg files on um etsy okay so you can get those pretty cheap oh cool yeah and so then um we would just you could just contact us and then we can talk about how you can submit that stuff so very cool uh cam patrons uh design their own files sure um i mean if you have something like photoshop you could um, but I mean, if Photoshop can be pretty pricey, right. but if you wanted to try, there is a free software called Inkscape that you can download Okay. and it's, it's different from Thingiverse. It's not a website. It's an actual program to download. And right. then you could kind of play around with making some files on there. Okay. Um, Glowforge takes, um, yes, SVG. Sorry. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. Um, so just a note also on that. Yep. Um, so SVG files are the preferred format, like you said. Okay. Um, 
and Glowforge can cut, it can score, and it can also do the engraving of those. But um, like it can open different file formats, such as PNG, JPEG, but it can only engrave okay. those. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so SVG okay. would be the way to go. Gotcha. Do we have any upcoming programs involving either the Glowforge or the 3D printer? Um, so yes, uh, in the fall, um, I think um, there's going to be a there's going to be a program on designing a nameplate for 3D printing. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that's in September, uh, September 12th at 3:30, and then um, there is a Glowforge program in October on the 10th and. That's going to be, oh, that's going to be the wooden pumpkin where it's like kind of oh, like a right. Halloween scene that's cut out. Uh-huh. And then you'll get a chance to color that in with Sharpie. And it ends up, ends up looking pretty cool. Yeah. So. Uh, I've seen similar um, programs and yeah, they, they look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Do people have to register for these programs? Yes. Okay. Um, we do have limited space and materials and stuff like that. So we would ask you to pre-register and for each one of those registration is going to open 30 days before the event so keep an eye out at fondalaclibrary.org what books have you been reading recently well um i just finished one called the last tale of the flower bride and i really enjoyed it it's a gothic it's kind of like a fantasy um it it may be more magic realism okay i'm not really sure if the fan to see elements are real i guess right interesting so very classic gothic elements but takes place in modern times cool it also had like a noir feel um like really yes um the older noir films yeah there's a couple twists in there that you can kind of see them coming but i don't know not really (laughs) (laughs) but beautiful writing style um it is the author's debut um writing Um, adult fiction she usually okay. writes young adult stuff okay um so that one was good and it's also short read so anyways um and then so right now i'm reading or i'm back to reading the robert jordan's wheel of time oh yes good old robert jordan <laughs> yes uh, so now i'm on book 13 out of 14 oh wow yes we're getting close to the end lucky number 13 <laughs> i say we, is it good that's a complicated question <laughs> <laughs> it starts out really good. Okay. It starts out, um, yes, you know. That's all anybody needs to know <laughs> for now, I guess. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can I go, can on, go but... into it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we won't go that into it because it's an epic, right? It is an epic. It is a you know finished fantasy series, which is a big plus. And um, so the yeah the book I'm on, I don't think I mentioned the title. It's called Towers of Midnight. Towers of Midnight. Yeah. And we have that at the library too, don't we? We do. And I believe we also have the audiobook on Book and CD. Oh, cool. Uh huh. Um, and if you're wanting the digital audiobook, we have that one on Access 360. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Well, Susie, thanks for uh, coming to uh, our podcast once again. This is a second time you've graced us oh, wow. with your presence as. 3D printer princess. I didn't make up that name. Susie did. Glowforge goddess. Glowforge goddess. Okay. But yeah, thank you for coming over and hopefully we'll have you over some other. That's it for Find It at Vondelac. We would like to thank you for listening. And if you have a Spotify account, please follow our podcast there. 
Don't forget to also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find the books and movies we mentioned on our library catalog at FondaLikeLibrary.org. I'm your host, Jeremy. Thanks for listening.